0: Welcome to Tuesday's edition of the OBR Newswire Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Burns. We are going to chat about a couple different things, rumors-wise, in the brown spectrum that have come up in the Ask the Insider section here at the OBR. Uh, But before we do that, we are going to take some time to make sure you understand what's going on with one of our own. As if you've seen, many of us at the OBR have tweeted out, um, one of the founders, one of the, the great parts of the OBR, Lane Atkins, who's been with this. Group for decades now, uh, unfortunately lost his wife Christine to um, uh, a couple different medical situations that have been uh, something that Lane and his wife have been fighting strongly for the past two and a half years. If you followed along on Twitter, it's been a, a very challenging battle for him and uh, and his wife, obviously. And, and after two and a half years, she uh, unfortunately has passed away and. It's an extremely difficult time for Lane. It's an extremely difficult time for the entire family, um, you know, both, both mentally, emotionally, all of the above. And then, if some of you know, when some of these situations occur, uh, money is not the easiest thing to come across for funeral and and medical expenses and all of those things. So. Ourselves here at the OBR, um, we have tweeted out links, as many links as we can here, for a way to help out Lane and his family during this tough time. Um, there is a GoFundMe that is under uh, uh, um, myself, my own timeline, Buckeye. Um, if you guys may even know him as Buckeye, but John Stephenson, all 22 Chalk Talk on Twitter has a link to this as well. on his timeline, Jared Mueller does, Barry McBride, we all do. And uh, we are trying to raise some money for this situation and 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 all we can do to just help lane in a tough time that is uh you know they've been drained with medical bills over the past you know two years of, of trying to fight this you know situation and we're trying to do all we can here to help out and donate some money if you can they're already pushing close to five thousand of a twenty thousand dollar goal to help offset some of the medical bills and help with the funeral expenses and all of that stuff and you know, it's just the last thing you want to have on your mind when you're dealing with something as brutal as losing, you know, your wife or your husband or your loved one of any variety. Is how you're going to be able to pay for those things and uh, financial troubles that come with it. So anything you can do to help would be would be greatly appreciated. And um, you know, I'm sure Lane would feel uh, greatly appreciative as well. And when he can reach, if he could reach out to every individual person, I'm sure he would, and we would do the same here. Just know that we appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate all you do to help out in this regard. If you can give $1 all the way up to $100, whatever you can give is greatly appreciated to help ease the burden of Lane at this time. And, and um, you know, as, as most of us who are listening to this, or myself included, have lost somebody close to them, and um, it's one of the tougher things to go through in life. So anything you can do is greatly appreciated, and uh, we love Lane, we love his family, and we hope, uh, we hope that they, you know, can can uh, can get through this tough time. So sending thoughts and prayers and whatever you can, positive vibes his way, would also very much help. And, and many of you in the Ask the Insider section have left nice notes. Um, we would love to see those keep pouring in. If you're a member, uh, just sort of posting something for him to see about, you know, his family and all of that being in your thoughts and, and all of those little news and little notes go far in terms of helping somebody recover from this so we hope lane is okay we love him we hope he can he can battle through and um we're here for him and hopefully you are as well in any small variety that you can so um once again rest in peace christine and and, um you know thoughts and prayers are with lane and his family Interrupt this podcast quickly to talk to you guys about betonline.ag, which is still rolling along doing their part for the gambling community. If you're a part of that, they have the NASCAR option that is back, right? Hundreds of other games and events and sports you can get in on, such as simulated NFL right now, NBA, UFC events, 24 7 betting opportunities. You can participate in the $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge. It's a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament. You can enter for free. And live right now on Bet Online's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls, Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary and what they're calling The Final Dance. So go there and check that out if you're craving more of The Final Dance or the la- content from The Last Dance. Uh, visit BetOnline.ag to use a promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus and check out all the action on BetOnline.ag, which is your online wagering solution. Now back to the podcast. But we do we do keep going forward, right? We have to to keep looking at this season, and things are drastically changing and quickly. And one of the big hot button rumors over the weekend was the Jamal Adams uh, on the market rumor. Um, this kind of came before the weekend, but essentially Jamal Adams wants a new he, he he wants a new contract, and if he doesn't get a new contract with the Jets, don't particularly seem willing to do so right now. They are not going to budge and. Um, he will be interested in being traded if he can. The Jets want to wait another year. We'll see what happens. I think they're asking prices So as far as what many people have seen as a first and a third. And while Cleveland is going to attack a box safety, because I think they view Grant Delpit as perhaps maybe more of a deep safety, a single high safety, split field safety, um, they probably would like to to really pair a good, strong safety that can play the box and play the slot consistently. Jamal Adams is a guy that can do that. Obviously, he's a he's a he's a Swiss Army knife defender who can really get upfield and get after the quarterback in blitz situations. He led the league in in a, um, rush percentage from the safety position by a pretty substantially wide margin, and he plays the run game really soundly. He's a player the Browns want. The problem is looking at the value of that type of player, right, is is how valuable is that type of player for the money that the player wants and the capital that you have to give up to go get that player. And that's where, to me, as, although, again, Jamal Adams is a very good football player and would ultimately be a very good piece of the puzzle to stopping Lamar Jackson as you sort of prep for the next decade of figuring out how to keep Lamar Jackson from beating you twice a year, he would be a nice part of that puzzle. But the problem is... How are you going to overcome giving up that much capital, and then giving up that much cap uh, potentially to players you don't know? Um, you know, you don't know which guy. I can t- I go back to this. I'll say it this way: I you don't know which guys the Browns are going to need to resign next year. We talk about Baker, we talk about Denzel Ward. You just you don't know. You don't know which ones. And I think that the Browns feel uncertain about that i mean miles garrett is a lock to be resigned but you don't know how much you have to invest in your quarterback you don't know how much you have to invest in your your potentially locked down corner uh, over the next five years so there's money to be spent there and for the browns it's a question of you know we don't know whether we are going to need that first round pick because things could go completely sideways at the quarterback position i know I, i'm not expecting that but it could and you have to look at plausible outcomes from a front office standpoint that could go sideways and all of a sudden you're looking at a situation where, um, you know, you don't have a first-round pick. You have the safety, but you don't have a first-round pick, and you have uh, these important other positions that are potentially in flux, and you have to look at how to figure those things out. So I don't – even though the Browns have an extra third and maybe giving up a third is not a big deal in the grand scheme of giving up a first two, but, you know, for a franchise that lacks some certainty at some, some positions and need another year of proof from some guys – I don't foresee this front office giving up a first-round pick for a safety when they especially just drafted one in the second round. And um, But look, if they made that trade, I'd probably be fine with it. He's a great football player, but you're giving up double, double, right? You know, you're giving up not only are you going to sign him to a big deal and lock in a portion of your cap that is valuable cap space, but you are also going to give up... Valuable draft picks, first and third. So I don't see it happening. I, I think some people were talking about why it would make sense. I, I I think you could justify it if you wanted to, but I just don't see it happening. Also, big news over the weekend was sort of Jadevian Clowney is still out there. Seems less inclined to take a high volume one year deal. More looking to to go somewhere. Maybe he gets. Double digits, but not the crazy amount of double digits, but it's a, it's a longer deal. And that's where Charles Robinson from Yahoo Sports claimed that Cleveland was still in the mix. I do think Cleveland is still in the mix for both Everson Griffin and Genevieve Clowney. I think they're still looking at expanding that defensive line even further. I don't know what that means for Olivier Vernon, who I think should still be around. I mean, the Browns would then go four deep at defensive end with some flexibility to bump guys inside, such as Miles Garrett moving to a 3 or or even standing up inside. Just a bunch of... Uh, a variety of blitz packages that they could do, and different sort of defensive line, uh, you know, m- adjustments and movements. You could move Olivier inside. You could move Everson Griffin inside. You could do a bunch of different things. They'd have a very deep defensive line. Problem is, still, what are they doing at linebacker that's going to hold up against quick throws and sort of? Do they have enough depth and skill at corner and safety to justify having that much up front pressure? I don't know. I, that that's something that they. Uh, they will weigh. I think they're still in the mix. There's a lot going on with how much money those players can be paid. I'm not entirely sure what that will look like from beginning to end. We'll have to see. Um, but I do think a big question that keeps coming up is what is Everson Griffin's situation? And what is. And we, we don't totally have a great idea yet in terms of what those players' deals will look like. But I think once the facilities open up, we'll get a bigger picture on where these players end up going and they get the round to visit. We can get a clearer picture, like we said, of some of their top three choices, stuff like that. And I think the Browns will be in the mix. I think they'll be in the mix a couple of linebackers. Uh, that they'll bring in as well to try to expand upon that group. So those are your big-ticket, uh, rumor-central-type items over the weekend. We will keep you posted as we know more. Uh, I'm sure Lane will start to creep back into things in the next month or two and and will want to uh, get his mind off things and talk about this and some of the things he's heard. So uh, keep your... Keep your eye out for that. We will, again, appreciate anything you can do for Lane, anything that you can give him and his family. Greatly appreciated. You can find those links on all of our social media Twitter pages. We'll have a link at the OBR as well. So, uh, again, greatly appreciate any help that you can give him. Uh, I hope you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend, spent some time with your family, got outside in the great weather, and thanks for joining us. We always appreciate you joining us at the OBR Newswire podcast that we will continue to put out. Um, every morning for you and uh, maybe some tweaks to some things coming in the future we'll see we might try to do some stuff on 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 a live basis in the evenings we'll keep you posted something we're thinking about doing so until then till we catch up tomorrow go browns